again and welcome to ready for round two i am joy donaldson and here is where we allow ourselves to go multiple rounds in our sexual recovery reclamation and renaissance this is the episode i have been waiting to do this is the episode where we talk about our kinks our fetishes and our fantasies yeah i can't wait so what is a kink the best way you can describe a kink is almost like a quirk it's kind of a little little nugget little thing that we're into it's not something that we necessarily need to be able to get off but it's a welcome companion it's something that gives a little spice whereas a fetish is something that is a requirement in order to be able to be gratified sexually and in the midst of that in the middle of that that's where we find our fantasies somewhere in between I think I once told an ex one of the fantasies I had and I watched him get confused because how I was attempting to talk about this fantasy made absolutely no sense because I was making it up as I went because in that moment I was highly sexually repressed I did not know exactly what I needed and what I wanted because I had become accustomed to being of service to my partners I had convinced myself that as long as he got off I'm okay I that will be that will be enough for me it was it was very much eating sleep for dinner but in my head growing up the way that I did I had convinced myself that this was enough I cannot tell you how many orgasms I've had with partners it's on alone <laughs> with myself however incalculable like <laughs> I can't tell you how many I've had with myself and that was when I discovered or started the process of discovering what it is that I actually like and how the fantasies of those things play out. I started fantasizing as a child. I did not know what I was fantasizing about. I just knew that I liked certain things. And that was mainly because of watching um, a lot of softcore porn and <laughs> a lot of Skinamax and seeing how the women in those scenes would react and like squirm and just convulse in all of these moments and I knew in my brain how to get me to orgasm how to get me to a full body feeling but in practice in actual like real life situations as an adult 
my fantasies and my real life experiences did not line up. And I did not know why. I was trying so hard to figure out what I was missing. What was going on? Like, why was there such a gap here? Because I would dissociate and I would, in my, I, I faked orgasms for years because I just wanted it to be over with whenever I realized that I wasn't having fun. I wasn't, this wasn't good for me. A good portion of sex that I've had with partners is a blur. I don't remember it. Not solely because these men were trash, but more so I there were no real finishings there. <laughs> they they just didn't happen. And that was when I realized that I needed to take those things into my own hands. I think I went to my first sex party when I was 20, like sex toy party. And it sucked. I was around a bunch of sex toys and porn videos that depicted all the fetishes that one in that in that room could potentially explore but there was no communication about those things and that's why i'm not a big proponent of sex toy parties that are just for sex toy sake like we that's the draw not the communication not the conversations not yo i've been trying to figure out why i can't do this like that's why i'm here like that doesn't usually happen especially in cis spaces so i don't like those but i didn't know i didn't like those until i went to a multitude of them and realized oh i don't like them because there's nothing there there is very shallow it's very oh girl you're gonna get him with this okay and <laughs> no real thought about the person that has the vulva and what they like more so what they could do for the person that has the penis like that was the entire reason for you showing up to this party yeah you got your own toys but even then the oh girl you gotta hide this from him you, oh you can't let him see this you can't do that or you put him in charge of it oh here's one that has your remote and you can put this in your panties and you could do this and you but there's still no communication there's still no why don't you like me having a toy why don't you want me to experience pleasure without you why don't you want me to think about or even talk about my fantasies with you or my kinks or my fetishes or whichever with you why so then I began to talk with myself more and figure out my own why having vaginismus already made me feel like I was broken like <laughs> my my vagina's broken it wasn't until I was playing with a toy and discovered like clitoris is when I began to 
really go through all of the emotions when it came to having an orgasm because I never went down into that space. I talked about that before where where having orgasm is something that leaves you vulnerable. It opens you up and not even on no like soul ties. No, I ain't talking about that bullshit. I'm talking about literally and physically. It opens you up. We talk about the the little death and how that's how orgasms are looked at in France. And it's a moment of being in between the veil because you're no longer you're no longer in control of your body and you are surrendering to whatever pleasure is happening and that is a powerful thing so much stuff can be done there sex magic can be done in those moments niggas could sign their life away during orgasm in those moments like it's, it's so many things that can happen in that space and when i discovered that it's there's so much more that goes into it then what somebody else can give you is when I allowed myself to go deeper into what my kinks and my fantasies are. I had an experience once where I had sex with a guy who did not appreciate that he did not put me to bed. The only time I have been able or I am able to go to sleep after an orgasm is during solo sessions. When I'm having sex with someone else, it wakes me up. So I need, not even want, I need to go multiple rounds to be able to essentially empty myself out. Otherwise, all the all the remaining orgasms are going to stay where they are and either I'm going to finish it or they're just going to be there till next time. And I don't like that second option. So I've had partners that would get upset at me or frustrated with me because I need to go more than one round. So one of my fantasies is to have a male, male, female threesome who can take me through the ringer. And let me pour myself out and wear myself out while also being worshipped. There was a conversation that was happening on Twitter about the difference between a train and a threesome with two men, one woman. So many men could not wrap their head around the woman having any sort of agency and choosing to have the threesome with the two men. It obviously is a train. When people kept asking, what's the difference? It all came down to consent. Because no woman would consent to having sex with two men, like willfully, without their pleasure being the most important thing. Her doing that for her pleasure and then the men going along with that? No, that's just gay. Actual people were saying that a woman 
and two men having sex and her being the one that was being feasted on was gay. So when I really started to see that fantasy played out in a lot of the porn that I would start to look at, especially when I had to go find that porn that looked with people that looked like me, it sparked something in me to go, Oh, this is possible. Like there, there is a, I can, I can find that. And then we, to me, I'm like, I don't care if they're straight. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. Are we having a good time? Is everyone consenting? Did we get tested? Like, cool. And that is a fantasy of mine. Another fantasy is really allowing myself. who were taking back their narratives through BDS. is very intricate. But finding the right person that can help me get into this space is vital. But it's more so sharing with that person. I'm asking if you want to go on this journey with me to help me heal this, this thing right here. made to feel that I don't need it.
as much as they do. So I'm coming into these spaces and with my fantasies of, no, I want worship. I want tribute. And I've been told, even now, that I give off Dom energy. And in the farthest other realm of that, I give off switch. And I'm like, bet. It's super dope. And it should be something that we're, we talk about more. It was a threesome. It was a female, female, male threesome. In that particular threesome, the woman who at the time was the one that was receiving everything. She was being eaten out to her breath.
it makes me so happy. It makes me desire that even more because I've never felt safe. turned on in a headspace really to have myself be wide open it just made me be like oh my god that's so beautiful that I wonder who I can have these conversations with outside of like a very small handful of people and even then like not even going this are the the support systems those people tend to be the best doms and then your best subs tend to be the people with the high power positions the ones in charge because one wants what the other has behind closed doors i that movie series
heinous People just, I don't want to go to therapy. communications and conversations shame is almost a default in that it could have awakened something but it's not
What do you mean by that? adding to the conversation with some fr 